What's up, everybody? My name is Jordan, the Giant Kassat, and you're listening to episode 28 of the Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Joe. What's up? This is actually our second take, not going to lie. The first time, Jordan got all the way through, and then it cut out on him on the last second. So hopefully the... uh, Yeah, hopefully the internet holds up for us this week. I know every once in a while we have some weird, glitchy lines in these. So we'll see what happens. We're in a legit studio right now. We are. (laughs) We are. We have have boom mics and soundproof walls, and we're right next to each other on stools. And yeah, yep. And we have in-house. Right. And we have in-house guests. Yeah. Welcome to the show, John Cena. He's here. Can't see him, but he's here. He's here. Um, you can't see us either because we have yet to upgrade to video, um, which is something I definitely want to do. I feel like that's the next step is uh, getting some webcams and like I think that'd be cool, like to be able to make like video content, like TikToks and shit. Um, I think that'd be a lot of fun, actually. And sure. it could. I, it, I agree. It, it could get our name out there and like people could see that day. Okay. Let's listen to this shitty fucking podcast about two fucking dweebs. Uh, talking yeah, about wrestling. I feel like most people that listen to podcasts already listen to a few shitty ones. So, Oh yeah. You got to listen to at least one shitty one. And if you're listening to this, thank you for letting us be your shitty podcast of the week. Um, <laughs> um, so if you guys want to check out more of our stuff, you can go over to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash stolen gimmicks. It has the link to all of our social media websites like X and Facebook. I don't even think the Facebook's in there. I don't fucking use the Facebook. Don't worry about it. Uh, Instagram. Don't I don't use that one. either. <laughs> X. <laughs> go follow us on X. Um, we have a merch store that nobody looks at and an X that, that Jordan uh runs and the rest of it doesn't fucking matter there you yes. go um the merch store go buy a fucking t-shirt like they're pretty cool um i think eventually i was actually going to try and do it for the sixth month which we just passed i wanted to get a new design for the t-shirt store maybe like something that people would actually want to buy um but besides our basic as hell logo yeah. on a black t-shirt yeah. i, would like I mean i think you could I think I actually on there you could change the color of the t-shirt. I oh, you remember. absolutely can, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I actually turned off the different colors because our logo, I didn't think it looked right on anything other than black. Dude, there's did. no other color that you can put that logo on and make it look good. Like, I think black white, is early off. Yeah, because, I mean, you could well, do, like, a I gray mean, maybe, or... Yeah, but it, who's going to do that? I mean, yeah, you, you could do... Maybe uh, in October we'll do a pink one for fucking... An L.A. Night <laughs> yellow, have a yeah. have a... LA night looking shirt. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. You can definitely go buy a t-shirt. There's other stuff than t-shirts. There's like mugs and stuff on there. It's a really cool uh, website and yeah, go check it out. I, sure. I think I might buy a uh, hoodie at some point when it gets yeah. a little colder. Yeah. So. I'm going to have to do an order because I'm, I'm sitting here bitching about no one else, but I haven't bought one yet. I don't have a stolen Unix t-shirt. So see, and I have a hat and a shirt. My uncles mm-hmm. have shirts and you're just over here and not, buying anything from our own merch store i know it's it's, it's a damn shame honestly <laughs> now i think i'll do a big order get some like hoodies and t-shirts 
honestly, next time you want to do it, let me know because I get a discount because, you know, it's our fucking t-shirt store. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's get into the show. We got a couple little news things and then we have the wrestle roundup and then we're going to do a weird top five um, where Joe has weird prepared. top five, huh? It's it's technically just because just because you couldn't complete it and finish no, no, it no, on no. time. It's weird. That's not what I meant. I meant it's weird because it's kind of a top 10. It, it, it's, it's top five. Yeah, yeah. Well, top 20 if you're listening to this because I guess so. it, hypothetically we would each have a top five bottom five <laughs> but jordan hasn't uh finished his so i will have a complete list jordan will come in second place a little close i'm always in second place that's just how i grew up uh but we're yeah. doing we're doing our top five favorite and top five least favorite things in current wrestling so um that should be pretty fun to talk about i think if anything I think your your list is going to be good talking points for me anyways. So I'll probably agree or disagree with it, and it'll be fun to talk and argue Savior. and fight. And yeah, that'll be a good time. Anyways. Yeah, I, I already have a muffin right next to me from Mindy's <laughs> Bakery ready to go, and I'm tired of working with these kids. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. News. Lacey Evans. I guess her contract expired. She's no longer with the WWE. She's already launched a OnlyFans page. I heard. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, this was quite kind of a quiet departure. I didn't there even. Or did what? Did like? I guess yesterday or the day before, uh, I opened X. Jeez, it's so weird to say. I opened X and it was everywhere. I was like, "Who is this person?" And then I clicked on it, and it was. I I thought it was a fan page, and it was Lacey Evans. Uh, changing she changed everything already and was already teasing an only fans and everything yeah. else so i assume that's the route she's going i don't know if she Ma- plans on continuing wrestling but macy australia is her her name so if you guys want to go check that out um she's not like she's not a good looking woman but i'm not going to pay for it right um, yeah <laughs> and i doubt i doubt she does anything too crazy on there anyways it, it's yeah. how these things are it's if you it's money, money, money. That's all it's about. I, I don't know if she continues wrestling. She never really mm. reached a height in, in wrestling where she would have enough of a name to go somewhere else and instantly be a player. She would go somewhere and be probably in the background like she was yeah. in WWE. So I could I, see her going to impact, honestly, if anything. I, I could see her maybe just not even wrestling anymore. Yeah, probably. Especially but. if she makes good money you know i, I bet she will. she will right <laughs> yeah 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 i bet she will um <laughs> uh anyways, what did you uh, think of lacey evans uh wwe run i liked her when she was like the sassy southern belle i thought she was like a cool heel character um and then i guess her like just like anti-vax politics and bullshit came out and it's just like sometimes that just ruins a person for you and like it just kind of like was too much and then her character and then i don't know i i wouldn't say i was a huge fan of her but i i didn't really mind her i thought she was a decent wrestler yeah i i have the ability to to really separate the person from the Mm -hmm. wrestler and i still didn't like her okay like like even as a wrestler i just didn't think she was any good like her promos were unconvincing and very forced and her wrestling work just seemed stiff and uncoordinated. Like I, I did not find a redeeming quality in her work. Unfortunately, sure. didn't nope. do it for me. 
and that's okay. Sometimes people will latch on to wrestlers that other people don't. So I, I get that completely. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. the biggest fan of her either. So I don't uh, think a lot of people were. Yeah. WrestleMania tickets go on sale today, Friday. Um Philadelphia. I I live in Pennsylvania, so for me, I feel like I have to go to this WrestleMania. But I don't know if I can afford it. I saw some of the ticket prices going out. I'm like, oh yeah. fuck. That's I'm insane. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not gonna be able to when they go right when they go on sale like it's going to be like maybe a month or two down the road when i'm like okay let's go look but with how tickets are selling with wwe lately i don't know if it's going to be possible because i could see it's being close to selling out all like the cheaper like no i wouldn't say cheaper seats i'd say like medium like three to five hundred dollar ticket seats they're going to go first i think Um, oh yes and that means they're going to be doubled or tripled on the secondary market so i don't i don't know if i'm gonna be able to make it work but I'm I'm definitely gonna try because it's Philadelphia. It's it's only an hour and a half away from me, and I would feel stupid not to go to Pennsylvania WrestleMania. Dude, it's like twenty plus hours for me. Uh, so I live in the mm-hmm. the middle of Missouri. So Philadelphia is quite the trek. Um, so I don't know what we will see as far as I I would like to go to a WrestleMania, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna be honest, Jordan. As a fan, it kind of kills me that they're doing the two night WrestleMania. I know. Because I I, as a fan, I want to see it all in one night and not have to pay for two damn tickets. Know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I like it on Peacock being able to wake up both days and, and w- say, oh, there's WrestleMania tonight and tomorrow. Like, that's tons of fun. And have indie shows all week. But as a fan, if you're actually going there and experiencing mm-hmm. the week, dude, it just sounds stressful as hell. Yeah, I mean, I I went to WrestleMania when it was one night, and it was stressful, like trying to go to indie shows, trying sure. to go to Access, trying to go to WrestleCon. It See, was, and it, I would was, I would want to do the whole nine yards, so it, it's quite the commitment if you want to do it. Yeah, I mean, I did I did everything I could have. I I did Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Hall of Fame, WrestleMania. I did like three or four uh, Access um sessions i did multiple wrestlecon sessions we did a couple indie shows it, it was wild we spent a lot Which of wrestlemania money. was this 33 in orlando okay and how much yeah. do you think you spent all in all on this probably trip? six grand yeah that sounds yeah. about right yeah yeah i mean i mean i don't regret it it was a great time i mean i regret looking back and saying oh that's six grand i should have spent on better things, but no, it was a Dude, great he would have just spent it on cards and figures. Yeah, what figures, are you talking yeah. about? Man? Like this was how many years ago? Right. This, this was like seven years ago. I just got out of high school, spending yeah. my mom's inheritance money. Yeah, real smart. Um, <laughs> hey, let's go to WrestleMania. <laughs> oh man. Gotta love it. It was a good time. Um, if I did go this year, I don't think I'd be able to do two nights. And I think um no. I think I would I want to say I'd go to night two because that's the main event, but I feel like the past couple of years, night one's been better. So yeah, it does. It does seem that way. Um, I don't know. That can't keep happening. There's no way right. that keeps happening. That's just a, that's gotta be just the way things have worked out these last few years, mm-hmm. but it does seem to trend that way that, that the Saturday show has been better for than sure. Sunday besides, I, you know, the main event and the magnitude of, Oh my god, it's main event of WrestleMania. Like they always act like mm-hmm. night one main event is this big thing. No, it's not. Because if yeah. you're gonna watch a WrestleMania back, you're gonna watch night one and then night two, more than likely, if, if you want to see the whole thing. You're not gonna yeah. watch 
all of night one except the main event and then save it for later. No, you're going to watch, <laughs> you know, the main event of WrestleMania is the main event. Yeah. In my, um, so. no, I, I agree with that, but I, I do consider the night one people a main event. Cause it's like, they're still being put in on last in a big stadium show. Like I think they're not just going to give that to anybody. So like, I, I wouldn't, I, I would still consider Kevin Owens a two time WrestleMania main eventer. But Ooh. we all we all know he didn't main event them big. Yeah, it's not to say I I don't know. Like <laughs> I would count the WrestleMania 38 main event way more, dude. I think that main event was so much bigger as far as like oh, name value and match. Yeah, like, I know that the Bloodline match against the Usos was was mm-hmm. more had more in terms of story. Sure, but dude, you got Stone Cold out of retirement after <laughs> like 16 years. Like that that's a pretty damn big deal if it so. wasn't for broman's current reign and how like crazy big it was that probably would have made it a night too honestly you're you're probably but, right yeah honestly. i mean um and i thought i thought the match was pretty good too like i mean for what it was i thought it was really it was very enjoyable sure. um but yeah i forget what else i wanted to bring up but yeah wrestlemania philadelphia oh another thing i'm worried about philadelphia early april Sometimes it's still snowing in early April. Mm. So <laughs> like, and it's an out it is an outdoor stadium. Yeah. That's one thing that I'm also worried about is how how the weather is going to be. Like that that's what makes me want to go to like a warm weather one. And I'm yeah. hoping I say warm weather, but I'm hoping they go to Minnesota because I want to go to the Minnesota mm-hmm. WrestleMania because their stadium is so damn cool. I don't know if you've seen US Bank Stadium. But go in Madden and play a game in there. It's the coolest yeah. looking stadium ever. I it's love brand, that. It's brand new, right? Yeah, it's only like five or six users because their last uh, stadium got collapsed from I remember that, snowfall. Yeah. I um, would say I would put up money on that have hosting WrestleMania like maybe next year or or to twenty forty one. Definitely. In I mean, I don't know. Years. I don't know who else is in the running. For WrestleMania, London uh, has to be. Ooh, um, that, Vegas has I, to be because they just got the new stadium. Even though SummerSlam, yeah, but they. In there. I was about to say they just got SummerSlam. Yeah. I, if I was WWE, I'd go Minnesota, then Vegas, and then go back to Florida okay. in the next couple of years or Cali. One of the. Mm. I mean, no, because you just went to Cali. Leave Cali out of it. Yeah, I'm trying but to think yeah, of I, other other big areas they could do it, and I think they're definitely going to do London in the next couple of years. It, like. I feel like your WrestleMania location has to meet one of three criteria. Mm-hmm. Either one, nice weather, two, great venue slash new venue, and three, fan support. Like I know that WrestleMania is going to have a lot of fan support regardless, yeah. but they're not going to go have a WrestleMania in freaking, I don't know, Milwaukee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man. Like they're not going to go to the Brewers baseball stadium and have a <laughs> WrestleMania. At this point, it the I mean it's two nights, so I would say the minimum that WrestleMania should be holding, like the stadium wise, should be like sixty five, seventy thousand. So yeah. you also got to put that like venue wise. And honestly, I think it's stupid for them to even try and go and do WrestleMania on an outdoor stadium in the northern states. Like I just think that's a little dumb, right. especially like yeah. It, like they should save that for SummerSlam. Like do SummerSlam in Philly. Like if they could. Like obviously with football season so close. But I mean they've done football seasons before with SummerSlam. So I don't know. But I- I'm definitely worried about that. I mean we had MetLife Stadium a few times, and I've heard how cold it was. But 
everything well, was and fun. then the nice thing is I think the Jets and Giants are eventually gonna mm-hmm. split mm-hmm. and and one of them's gonna get a new stadium. And I would hope with the way that the stadiums are trending, the team that splits is gonna get one of those nice domed in glass type buildings yeah, that should that you know, because that would be a very nice northeast WrestleMania destination. Cause mm-hmm. I I don't want them to be left out, but it's also wrestling in April in the Northeast outside. Like that's risky business. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, also in the news, more CM Punk drama. Um, <laughs> Dude. So do you want to go ahead and take, take this? Sure. I, I mean, I'm just, I'll get into this a little later in the show, but I'm, I'm getting to a lot of, I'm getting a lot of fatigue as a fan seeing this most every day. And this week it just seemed like it was simple things to drum up drama. Um, he did a post game, a post show promo for collision. Like he usually does. And he mentioned that hangman's a peg warmer on the shelves. His action figure doesn't sell on the punk figure sell, you know, and honestly it seems like a completely in character messing around with the crowd promo. Sure. However, They've had this little beef in the past, so everybody didn't take take it as that. And I saw a lot of backlash online to Punk's promo. Apparently, word on the street is Punk didn't mean for it to come across that way. He apologized, what have you. But also, I guess there's there's rumors that certain people have been sent home from collision tapings because Punk doesn't want them around. Uh, Ryan Nemeth, who was talking a lot of shit on punk online before punk came brother. back. Yes, that's Dolph Ziggler's brother. Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth. He's like a dark wrestler. Um <laughs> uh, which, you know, that that's fine. He's not the best. He's definitely not his brother. Um yeah. <laughs> and then there's uh also Matt Hardy because he's number one young buck defender meat writer just because I mean yeah. well, he, he definitely is dude. I listen to I listen to Matt Hardy's podcast and bro yeah Every time the Young Bucks come up, it's, oh, we got to give them their flowers. They're the greatest tag team ever. Me and my brother wish that we could do what they're doing these days. They are the best. Nobody can touch them, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's it's a little insane. So I understand Punk not wanting Matt Hardy there because maybe Matt Hardy might say something to the to the Bucks. He might be a little, you know, yeah. who knows? Like, I understand he- Punk picking his guys. He wants that show to be successful on his name, and he wants – if it doesn't succeed, it's on him. A, a lot of it. I mean, him and Tony Khan. It's yeah. They um, put a he, lot of stock in him. That's literally like branded as his show. So yeah, it's it's honestly kind of crazy to me because of the amount of drama that is surrounding that man. But he also mm-hmm. sent home. Well, I wouldn't say he sent him home, but Hangman Adam Page was sent home from Collision. He showed up to do a pre-tape for Wednesday because they were in his hometown or home state. And they said, no, we can't do that here. We got to go out. We got to go away and do it somewhere else. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just letting that, that is, that is wild. Like, I don't know. And then then later that night is when he cut that promo about the action figure, which he's not lying. That fucking figure. Yeah, dude, that, that suited figure, I see so many of yeah. at every Walmart. Mm-hmm. I, like, I've gone to, like, three different Walmarts in this area, yeah. and every single one of them had which, that figure. Great figure. Um, but they released the same figure back to back in an actual wave. And then as a Walmart exclusive and it, it's a street, it's a street gear figure. Like how many, how many hangman Adam page street gear figures do you need? How many Adam page or how, how many, how many do you need in general? Like 
in any gear. Right. So like they just it's all yeah. Jazzwares. You need, it's a you need one hangman in his tights with yeah. you know with like I I have the one where he's in his um trunks that he's got the rope and the hat uh-huh. or not the not that maybe not a hat but he has a rope and a and a bandana like that one's sick I like I would be perfectly fine just having that one like you yeah. don't need uh, like if you're a kid you're not yeah. gonna want to buy cowboy man in a dress up shirt and 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 pants yeah. like. I used to have the same problem as a kid with Stone Cold. Like I would want a Stone Cold figure or a Cena figure and I'd go to the store and they'd all be wearing t-shirts and and pants. And I'm like, dude, I don't want this. So you remember like the really bad uh, Kmart t-shirt series of figures? Dude, that's all that, that I used to get for a while, like the basics and stuff before I knew any better. My mom would just buy me the t-shirt ones and I had so many T-shirt series, Cena's and Orton's, and uh jeez, and they're so bad. What year were you born? Uh, ninety nine. And what year did you start collecting action figures? Uh, I would say WWE figures, probably like oh seven, oh eight, when I started watching. Okay, and so then, like you, were, you had like Jacks and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, and okay. then I, I, I kind of went over with WWE, and I, and I stopped like as a kid collecting figures in 2012 and then started more taking care of and, and, and adult collecting in like eh, 2014, 15. Cause I did have a little break there. That is so. exactly what I did. Same years and everything. So it's pretty funny. That's hilarious. Um, but anyways, if you want to hear more about action figures, go listen to the fully posable wrestling figure podcast. Yes. They do it much <laughs> better than we do. I mean, we're, we're, we, we kind of keep up on the figures, but um yeah, I, as far as figures go, I'm kind of not a fan of AEW's fi- not only figures, but the way that they do their their line makes no mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it's it's a mess. It, 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 their release schedule is terrible, mm-hmm. and 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 some of their choices for figures are what the hell. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I <laughs> see. Like, it's just it's funny because like what CM Punk said was true about the figure. But also, oh, it definitely was. as as a huge wrestling fit collector and fan, like I understand why that thing's warming, um, and I don't think it's Hangman's fault. Yep. It definitely <laughs> but, is not. It's a, it's just a shit choice for a for a Walmart exclusive yeah. figure. So. Yep. And then wait till like CM Punk has more figures on the shelf, and I think we'll have the same problem. Oh, with dude, him. he has he no, he has a Walmart exclusive Supreme that looks great. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I'm going to get out. that one. But so, dude, he has I like mean, an LJN figure. So. Yeah, but he has yeah, like an LJN that LJN is bad. That thing's so. going to rot up there with, with, with Hangman Page. So, dude, I hate those LJN <laughs> figures. They don't like if you want an LJN, go buy the old ones. Like, yeah. they don't fit with current modern wrestlers. Like, it just doesn't do it for me. Like, I don't get the appeal. Like, obviously, I'm not nostalgic for them because I grew up with Jax. That's an entirely different era. However, yeah. I, I I don't know even if you are an LJN collector if you're excited for these. Like, what are you gonna do? Have him go fight Ricky Steamboat? I mean, you it, could. It doesn't seem like they are. Um, I'm in a lot of wrestling figure groups, but I will say that the ma- major wrestling figure podcast they have their own line now called Big Rubber Guys, and they look exactly like LJN. So they're like the same rubber, same everything. So yeah. That, that's what I would buy if I was in the LJN figures. So yeah, and they're they've also I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they're going back and getting some of the people that maybe should have or could yep. have been in the original line along with current people. So that's that's fresh, you know. You could choose, pick and choose what you want, but 
AEW doing this every other wave, random current person, LJN that looks like shit. No, that's not going to do it. Yeah, no. The thing that sucks is uh, AEW Jazzwares actually has the right for the LJN logo on there. So, like, it makes yeah. it more legit. But, yeah. Anyways, you want to get into Wrestle Roundup? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So, Wrestle Roundup, we'll go ahead into SmackDown last week. We had a new commentary team of Corey Graves, Kevin Patrick, and Michael Cole. How'd you feel about uh, Kevin Patrick? I know a lot of people don't really like him. I thought he did a little better on uh, SmackDown. He felt a little bit more comfortable. Um, what do you think? Yeah. So, in the past, I've always thought that he's kind of awkward and, and didn't feel comfortable. But he did seem to be a little more relaxed. Maybe that was having Cole there. Maybe it was the three-man booth. I don't know. It did seem a little better. But I, I don't know, man. I'm just not sold. I don't know if it's that his mm-hmm. voice is too high for me. Because yeah. obviously an accent can work on commentary. I sure. really like Wade Barrett's commentary. And, mm-hmm. I, and I like Nigel's as well. You know, it, an accent is fine on commentary. But I think it might just be his tone and his voice sure. that's just kind of odd for me. Um, yeah. But Corey Graves and Michael Cole to get back together again, that's fun. I've always liked them two together. I think they're yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So. I agree. I like Kevin Patrick, um, but yeah, he's not really doing too great in commentary. But yeah, he's actually a um, a soccer commentator. That's how they got him. So. Oh, that yeah. I mean that does make sense. Yep. Most of those, <laughs> most of those EU bros. No, isn't he? Uh, is, isn't he Irish? Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah, yeah. But, um, he's very likable on like podcasts and stuff. I, I've listened to him like on some podcasts. So he, yeah, he's cool. But yeah, he's not. Doing I mean, too he great. definitely has improved. But oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they'll give him some more time. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's I, I've definitely seen worse commentators. Yeah. So he's like I said, he's very likable, and I think like he would do really well on like a backstage role or like the the bump show that they do. Like they they could find him a different place on the yeah TV. I, but I just want Vic Joseph back on SmackDown or Raw. I think he's yeah. their best like young play by play guy that they have. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I think I if you if you let KP dude KP and Booker would be hilarious because Booker's always saying. The most outlandish, wild shit. Anyways, if you get KP <laughs> bet down there with his accent, that commentary team would be through the roof funny. Yeah, I would so, like that a lot. And I, I know that commentary you're not supposed to be looking for funny, but it's impossible not to when Booker's on the commentary team. Mm-hmm. He's he's the most unserious commentator I've ever heard. So yeah, <laughs> I think that would, that duo would be a lot of fun actually on NXT. Sure. Yeah, uh, we had Asuka versus Charlotte ended a no contest after uh, damage control interfered. Um, so, yeah, yeah I'm, I, I wrote that down because I don't know exactly wh- what the women's division on SmackDown like. I don't know where they're headed as far as the world mm-hmm. title goes. I, yeah, it seems either. like we're still in the <laughs> same position we were in for SummerSlam where we have multiple girls in the same area you know i like i don't know if we're leading towards another multi-woman uh championship match or what's going mm-hmm. on because now bianca's not really involved but we we still have charlotte involved with oscar and eo's business where i would prefer just to oscar and eo yeah so i think what i mean there's a huge rumor and I, I feel like it's been confirmed by multiple people but not officially by we um apparently eo um not eo shit Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane, yeah, Kyrie Sane has uh, signed back with WWE and she's coming back soon. I feel like they're going to throw her back in with Asuka at least, like to in- reintroduce her. 
So I'm assuming what's going to happen here, this is probably how I would book it, is damage control is going to get into Asuka. I don't know what's going to happen with Charlotte, um, but damage control, Asuka, two-on-one, then Kyrie's going to come back, and I think we'll have a nice, mm. fun tag team match. But, okay. um, yeah, not sure there, but like you said, it just seems... I mean, no, that, we'll see what happens next week. I mean, yeah. we reported last week about the Kyrie thing, and and I completely forgot about it already. So that's a good yep. that's a good point. I definitely could see Kyrie coming back, and and help, I guess yeah, she'd have to be helping out Oscar. So that would mm-hmm. that would coincide with her being a heel because Oscar's positioned as a heel currently. So does oh, that mean yeah. damage control is face? See, that's that's where I'm kind of confused. Yeah, I guess that is confusing. I wasn't thinking of Oscar being a yeah, heel. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like right now, if you look look at it, Charlotte is the one that's that's positioned as a face in the whole thing, and I think that's why she's still involved. But I don't want Charlotte involved, and I don't know yeah, where no. what you do after this. Like they should have just left Oscar a face, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, but Oscar to me just feels like Oscar, and she could. I think that's one person who can just switch back and forth. She's just kind of crazy, but um, she's her yeah. own creature. Like I yeah. think she should be positioned as like a final boss for the mm-hmm. for the SmackDown Women's Division. Like she's honestly like I know Bianca has like all these otherworldly strength feats, but Oscar's probably the most badass looking female on SmackDown just because of her look. And in ring, she's very convincing. Like, I think Asuka's obviously top three or four woman talent in WWE. So I I, I would say of all time, like, honestly, like up there. uh, Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're you're definitely not wrong. Um, Just the crazy thing is, like, all the top women's talent of all time is in WWE right now. I know. So it's not like everybody (laughs) except, like, Lita. (laughs) Everybody else is currently wrestling. I was gonna say, what about Trish? But she's literally currently wrestling. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, there's the obviously other staff, people. Like, yeah. There's so many options, and yet again, I am unimpressed with their booking. Regardless, yeah. they, it's it's insane. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I agree. <laughs> um, also on SmackDown, we had AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross. Um, pretty awkward match. Um, they had some multiple botches, um, and stuff. But yeah, the. <laughs> That happened. This this whole feud has been been a miss so far. I agree. Uh, like, I know they're trying to get Karrion Cross over. Finally, it, it just isn't happening. Um, it, AJ tried to do his his patented backflip springboard off the turnbuckle into the reverse DDT, which he's done many a times, and he didn't get far enough on the backflip, and Karrion Cross caught him kind of awkwardly. And they lost their balance for a minute, and it just turned into a mess. They, you know, and there was a few other miscommunications during the match, and I don't think it was was either. There's like I don't think it was a big deal. It was just you know yeah. little things happening that that really looked bad because this storyline just hasn't been hitting. So once you have a bad match in front of a dead crowd, it's definitely not going to do favors for you. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think carrying cross. He he could be a total package. Like he looks awesome. His entrance is awesome. Like I just feel like there's just something that's not there, and that really sucks. And I honestly they hope... they too quickly positioned him as a dumbass. Yeah, that's my. I problem. agree. Yeah, that that that's, that's kind of because true, if you're yeah. gonna 
yeah, if you're going to build up a badass character, because that's literally all his character is supposed to be is, oh, he's a badass, you know, mm-hmm. and he's the the uh, doom, the the bringer of doom or whatever, you know, uh, I, I think that you have to make him super serious and kind of imposing in terms of only have him appear in backstage segments doing his own vignettes with Scarlet and only have him appear to either win or choke a dude out. Yep. You have to have you have to book him like a Samoa Joe. You can't just have him out here taking L's to to you know random people and losing via roll up all the time. It's yeah. not going to do any favors. Yeah. So there, there's this dog outside my house just crying because my neighbor just leaves him outside. He just sits at her door just crying. I feel so bad for him. But it kind of reminds me of like the weird noises in Karrion Cross's entrance, like perfectly coming in while we're talking about Karrion Cross. <laughs> but we'll take it. And well, we, we can't hear Scarlet <laughs> singing and, and yeah. thinking. Dude, uh, some of the faces that she makes when, when they're doing that entrance, it's so cringe. Yeah. Like, I hate to say it, but that, that entrance is like, I thought it was cool in NXT because it's more of a like, it's more of a private environment. So it, it mm-hmm. kind of she fills the room with grandeur like it, it 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 seemed like a big deal but now that they're on like the big stage of smackdown dude it just looks kind of cringe not gonna lie yeah i, I agree absolutely <laughs> um also it's back on edge challenges sheamus uh for the 25th anniversary of edge um there's a lot of rumors going out yeah, about edge right now um I'm about to cry man yeah so he came out and basically said Seamus is the reason he decided to come back to wrestling um because they he fell while riding bikes with him and he realized I think I can take bumps again uh so he wants to wrestle Seamus and there's rumors saying that this might be she- uh Seamus Edge's last match um I guess his trainer came out and said that it's his last match and then um report came out today Edge has revealed that this Friday on Smackdown against Seamus in Toronto is his last match on his current WWE contract. Um, here's what I can honestly say, and this isn't the answer everyone wants. I truly don't know. I really, really, with 100% truth, can say I don't know. That's strange for me, but I don't really know. <laughs> um, I've put some thought into it, but not a lot. This is the last match on my current contract. I don't know. It says I don't know a lot here. I honestly don't know. I probably won't know until I get to the locker room that night and decompress, let all the anxiety and tension that I never used to have before I performed. I have now. Um, That's strange for me, and it makes it that much harder to do this. I'm going to be 50 in October. It's not easy anymore. Before what I used to take for granted to be able to do now, Blah, blah, blah. Uh, there is a process and a fallout. There's a lot. It's a dream. It, it reads like a current Edge promo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, look, dr- I love Edge, <laughs> but but a lot of his promos are like this, where yeah. it's like, okay, dude, we got it. <laughs> Thank <Yep>. you. <laughs> it's the dream gig, but it's getting really hard. So it sounds like he, it might be his last match, but he's not going to make that decision until after the match, which is fucking weird. Like, how are you not going to? I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd have to be like, no, I need to, I need to know going in like, this is it. But I, I could, I don't no, know. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. He, he wants to, he wants to have one last ride on this SmackDown and see how he feels and, and see if he could foresee some, some big money match. Like I think the only outcome is him on some like Brock Lesnar type deal where he's on like a per match type thing where like, he's only going to wrestle once or twice a year. Um, uh, I could see him becoming almost exclusively WrestleMania and SummerSlam like the Undertaker was for years. I don't 
you know, which would be cool. You know, I don't think that I don't think you need Edge at at other pay per views. No. I mean, he's for the most part been WrestleMania and SummerSlam mm-hmm. exclusive already, so Pretty it's much. not a huge change. But I don't think that this is, you know, done. I, I could see him taking a little time off and just doing some big blockbuster matches to wrap up. But mm-hmm. I definitely don't think he's all in like people are predicting. If yeah, that that's happened, what everyone's saying. <laughs> dude, if that actually happened, oh, the Internet would melt. Like I if he shows up with that. Christian. But Christian's yeah. a heel. So it would make yeah. no sense unless he unless he like came out and, and beat up Christian and they had one like final match for the both of them where they wrestled each other mm-hmm. or something. I don't, I don't know, but, but yeah, him going to AEW, I think it's very far fetched at this point. I think yeah. what m- most likely happens is that he does, you know, a few big matches in WWE yeah. after this. I, um, I would hate to see him go to AEW. Honestly, like after this run, I just feel like he came back to like end it in WWE. So to me, it'd be weird. I mean, it would be great for AEW though. Oh, absolutely. It would be. And, uh, maybe but come I'm back. not, I'm not very interested in Adam Copeland is all elite. Like no. he would not be able to use edge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm suck. trying to think of what else he could use. But yeah. yeah he'd have to use that hard castle. That'd be pretty funny, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so Pretty weird booking here, but Rey Mysterio wins the U.S. title after replacing Santos Escobar in a match against Austin Theory. So they had a tournament, and in the match, Rey Mysterio gets injured, so Santos Escobar wins. Um, Mm -hmm. So now they're going to do Santos Escobar versus Austin Theory, and Austin Theory attacks Santos Escobar, and Rey Mysterio replaces him. Makes it look like apparently Rey Mysterio was supposed to win that match against Santos. but I'm hearing that he was never supposed to win that match. So it's kind of strange like to look at. Um, but Rey Mysterio is the United States champion. He has beaten Austin Theory. Austin Theory had the title for almost a year. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know what they're I'm doing here. here. For it. Yeah, me too. I love Rey Mysterio. I mean, it is something different. And mm-hmm. as much as we like Austin Theory, you had to get the title off of him mm-hmm. because that that title reign was going nowhere. It was very dull, very dry. Nobody was interested. At least let him do something different. It's something fresh for the United States Championship. Uh, and also, you know, like you you did mention this earlier in the week in one of our groups, you said that that maybe this is headed towards a Dominic unification match with the North American Championship, um, and that kind of does pique my interest. Yeah, that's definitely what it seems I guess, like. I guess, we'll, I guess we'll see, but that would be pretty dang cool. So then would you retire the North American Championship, I would assume? I, I feel like taking a mid-card I mean, I, title from, I would hate that because... Yeah, unless they're going to introduce a new one, but like... Yeah, why? I mean, that would be that'd be interesting, but I, I like the North American Championship quite a bit. I, I do like, too. I would, I would hate to see that thing go because I think it's one of the nicer looking belts. It's unique. Um, like it's one of the few unique belts in WWE that looks good. Like it's not like, it's not uniform. It's not a big W with North America behind it, you know, (laughs) like the rest of the belts. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but, uh, will continue to follow it so we'll see who do you think would win in a in a you know would you have dominic take both and then and then retire the like how would you do that um shit i feel like dominic should win that since ray mysterio won at wrestlemania and i don't see ray uh, i don't know like and like where would you do it like survivor series or something maybe survivor series yeah 
Because that's a pretty big match, you know? So It is a big match. Yeah, it's a WrestleMania rematch. Big deal. <laughs> right. um, so, yeah. I don't know. And maybe I, maybe that leads to... No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say maybe that leads... But, I mean, that is a little ways away. Uh, I was I was going to say maybe that leads to Dominic kind of coming to his senses after... Not immediately after the match, but kind of, you know, eventually sometime during the winter after uh-huh. that match, he... He maybe, you know, patches things up with his father and we get the because I know the Rey Mysterio retirement tour has to be sometime mm-hmm. soon. And I think. can't foresee Dominic being a heel through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, at no. some point, Dominic's going to turn right before his dad retires so that it's happy, happy, happy. Yeah, he's know? just going to punch Rhea Ripley right in the jaw. I'm yeah, sure. on live television, <laughs> crack her in the brain with a steel chair, and then, <laughs> and then, and then throw her through a table. Uh, uh, maybe twenty-five years ago. <laughs> um, so maybe uh, in the other company. Yeah, yeah. SmackDown ended with a Bloodline segment. Big shocker there. Really? Um, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm actually reading this because I don't remember. Um, I, I don't think I got into Smack. I think I really got my dad from work. Um. I saw Jay, Jimmy. I thought I saw him. Uh, let I owe you one. Reigns told Jimmy. Um, and then Jimmy said, well, I did something I'm going to do. Uh, and then Jay said, I'm about to go 37 years down the drain right now if you don't tell me why you did it. This sounds like, like a very aggressive scene in a movie. Cinema. Yeah, it, it definitely played out like that. It was very... <laughs> It, it was like a big standoff. Like at first Reigns was all nonchalant about it. Like, like I, uh, if anything, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, you owe me one or whatever. And, and, and then it kind of got more aggressive as it goes on when, yeah. when you kind of realize that not everybody is down with Roman Reigns still. And I think Reigns is starting to realize that, that he's running out of family members to yeah. betray because he's, He's gotten to the point where he's relied on every single family member and then eventually gotten betrayed by them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think we're a matter of time before Solo does the same. But going to be the last one to go. I don't know who he'll go with, but I think... Uh, uh, Heyman, Heyman, Heyman needs to go too. Maybe he can you know, beat down Roman Reigns and... and yeah, Heyman the versus new Reigns. Oh, that sounds great. Cinema. <laughs> Jimmy claimed that he saved Jay from the corrupting power of the tribal chief and from being a lying, manipulative, a manipulative asshole like Roman Reigns. Um, did you copy and paste this or did you purposely yes, I, censor? No, asshole? no, 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 no. I, I took some <laughs> of the lines from for Bleacher Report's article because I personally couldn't remember. Like, it's hard for me to remember certain lines and photos. Oh, yeah. And those were like really good main talking points of the promo. So I did take those from Bleacher Report, and I found it funny that they bleeped asshole. So I left it in there uh, uh, in the notes for you. Yeah, I like it. So, um, so, so he um, he he wanted to save Jay, but he kicked him in the face. I feel like he could have did that in a better way, you know. Yeah, they like went in for a <laughs> hug, uh, and then and then got he kicked him in the face. I. See, I don't know. I, I'm going to give it a few more weeks. I'm still not sold on the Jimmy yeah. versus Jay. I, I really, really wanted the Usos to be a team that was always together. Yep. I never wanted to see this. I know that they wanted to do it, and that's why this mm-hmm. is happening. 
But for me personally, man, it's the Usos. You can't know. be breaking them up. It's, cool it's like the that, New Day. Like yeah. it was, it's like sacrilege to me. I can't be watching this, you know? Yeah. To me, it's so. cool that they're going to get have the moment of like them wrestling. But I feel like it's like weird having to patch that up when they want to go back to being a tag team, you know? Yeah. Like they're not going to be single stars for the rest of their career uh, unless no, they're going to retire soon. I don't see that happening. But um, I think I think what what we're gonna get before too long is after Survivor Series. I think Survivor Series we get the the Bloodline Fatal Four Way, Jimmy J Solo and Roman, and then after Survivor Series, I think what's gonna happen is there's gonna be another challenge to the Bloodline uh-huh. outside of the Bloodline. We're gonna get you know we're gonna go back to actual Roman versus somebody else. <laughs> rivalries and i think that roman or whoever the elders or somebody is going to bring the bloodline back together as in those four and we might see a stronger than ever bloodline at some point i think this this infighting isn't going to lead to the complete breakup i think it's going to lead to an even stronger bloodline i think in the end they're gonna yeah i think in the end that's how you make everybody back everybody's gonna make up jimmy and jay get their match against each other that they've always Mm -hmm. wanted and everybody can come back as a like have the have some of the elders actually appear, have Rikishi and Offensika and even the Rock have them appear and yeah. be like, "What are you guys doing? This is not what what mm-hmm. you you know like we're not supposed to be fighting each other." You know, Roman's on top and he's on top for a reason. He's that damn good. You know, have him be doing what he's been doing. You guys should be on the top of your respective divisions, and then you know have them come back together, and we have a strong ass bloodline headed into. WrestleMania, where Cody's gonna beat him. Yeah. Um. So I saw that apparently Rikishi leaked that he is gonna be a special guest referee at Payback. I think for- that was more of maybe a a business manager okay. trying to drum up some interest. I don't think okay. this was. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe there's some creeds to that. But well, the end of the promo was Jay quitting. Like he's not with WWE anymore. He said. Um. So yeah. I feel like that him quitting was them trying to draw this out a little bit so they don't have to do Jimmy yep. versus Jay until a bigger show, maybe Survivor Series. Um, yep. But like, so I I think it would be cool to see Rikishi, but yeah. Well, I don't think Jimmy and Jay is getting drawn out till Survivor Series. I think it's no. payback or fast lane. Okay, um, well, I feel like I it's a bigger match, but and I feel like it they, is, but yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. You, at some point, you got to – I don't know. Yeah. Like 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 we said last week, it's a wait and see thing with the bloodline. We don't know where it's going. Um, well, if they're going to draw it out and Jay's going to be gone for a couple of months, they should have him show up to a couple indie shows at least. Even if yeah, it's just that would like be very interesting. I know that um what's the name? So, who was he was in the Legacy? Um the Legacy. What was his name? He was in Legacy with Orton. DB, DB oh, uh, Samu or not yeah. Samu? Not Samu. Uh, Anyways, uh, he has an indie. You show. know what? I I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he like have them run like his indie show or something. Have him come in and have a match or something. Maybe not even have a match. Just like show up, show that he's not with WWE anymore. Kind of like play into it. Um, I mean, yeah. if if ha- the- have him show up <laughs> at every indie that WWE is friendly with. You know. Yeah. Which- I mean, if we were in a better world, he could show up at all in and just have like. Like that would be wild, but yeah, that's not gonna happen. But. No, but what if he went overseas and did a couple uh European matches? Mm-hmm. That would be that'd be pretty cool. 
you know yeah it would be cool that or because like, i know wwe is more friendly with with mm-hmm. them than they are like an american promotion they're not they're not big on the on the indie promotions on our soil they, they yeah. they're friendly with a lot of the um with a lot of the european indies mm-hmm. though so. yeah that would be pretty cool but yeah we'll see um smackdown's on tonight when this airs so we'll see how it progresses but anyways let's get into aw collision um you wrote that uh, and f- real quick i i do want to mention i i think that the nice thing is that they do have enough star power now where you could kind of put the bloodline on the back burner for a yeah. few weeks because la night he i mean he I yeah mean, he could carry the brand he's that popular right now so if you need to put the bloodline on the back burner you have la night you have all right let's get into collision yeah uh collision so you wrote that there was a fairly uneventful show but nothing terrible um ricky starks was suspended for his attack on ricky steamboat um Mm -hmm. but he has a manager's license yeah so i don't know how you feel about manager's license but it's very old school uh yeah the show started with Shivani in the ring doing a doing an interview which i i like those i think those are good um but he did it with Starks and Stark said, I might be suspended, but that's not the last of me you'll see. I'm going to be here every week because I got a manager's license. So that kind of makes me think he's going to reunite with Hobbs because Hobbs is kind of on his own again. So I think maybe we could see Ricky Starks and Hobbs back together because they're both kind of positioned as heels. So and not kind of they both are. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think I think that would be. uh the way to go i thought those two were great together before so mm-hmm. and you know i think a hobbs versus cm punk you know interjecting uh hobbs into the punk and starks feud is it will be great for hobbs so oh yeah absolutely that would be cool um that's Samoa a dude Joe. they need to push they needed hobbs is a guy that they should have pushed yesterday like he he has everything and mm-hmm. and i don't understand how he hasn't done more already yeah he was TNT champion for a little bit, wasn't he? Uh, I believe so. But right yeah. now he's doing a feud with QT Marshall. Like, oh, dude, come on. Real good. <laughs> um, that's when you that's when you know you're at the pinnacle of your career. When you're feuding with John Morrison, Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado, and and QT Marshall. That's when that, you know you're really doing yeah. great. And that random blonde bitch, whoever she is. Uh hey um, Haley or Harley Cameron. Harley Cameron. Oh, okay. Um, so anyways, Samoa Joe squash match. Um, and then yeah, House of- he's been doing this every week. This is like the fourth week in a row. And and I have to admit collision has too many squash matches. Cause we also got, uh, the acclaimed versus, uh, bear Boulder and, and bear Broughton, mm-hmm. but now they're called something else. No, oh. um, I guess they've been working ROH, but okay. it was kind of a, it was kind of a squash. But yeah, they they have like two to three squash matches every week. Too many. Yeah. Um. But then the main event was House of Black beating CMFTR uh, after Samoa Joe choked out CM Punk ringside. So it looks like they're building towards CM Punk versus Samoa Joe for All In. Yep. Uh, they had uh, um, the Young Bucks. I I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Young Bucks also came out and and just said. Oh, not came out, but the Young Bucks made like a, oh, it was like a backstage. They're thing. out. <laughs> um, yeah. They're wrestling FTR, right? So, yeah, that'd be cool. Nice. 
I, um, and I do have to admit the the way that the way that uh, Samoa Joe took out CM Punk was hilarious. He like pulled him over the guardrail guardrail and choked him out on the concrete in the mm-hmm. crowd. It's pretty it's cool. fucked up. Pretty rude. Nah, Samoa, <laughs> Samoa Joe is, is so damn good, even for how yeah. long he's been. Like, man, Samoa Joe could easily be like AEW champion, and it would be believable. Yeah. I'm I'm still kind of exactly. sad he never got the WWE championship when he was feuding with uh, AJ Styles. Yes, I agree. Um, so we'll go ahead to WWE Raw. Um, Judgment Day opening promo again. Uh, set up the main event again. Um, so, um, yeah. Pipe, Piper Niven is Chelsea Green's new partner. Uh, Ch- Chelsea Green, she is great. Uh, she did like a whole little social media thing, having people audition to be her new tag team partner. Um, Piper Niven just went in and demanded she was the partner. Yeah, so, so whatever. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea's got talent. Did not. Uh... Pick up. Did not last very long. I wish <laughs> it would have because it was too. very entertaining over the weekend. Uh, it would have been nice to have that drag on a few weeks. Maybe have Chelsea ringside for some matches to to scout yeah. people. You know, but I think that would I guess yeah, I guess Piper just took it. So I guess mm-hmm. she's. I don't know if that's official or officially updated on WWE.com, but I believe it is. As far as it looked, she is now the other half of the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. So. Um, which I'm happy that they didn't just straight up strip Chelsea. Um, but I feel like yes. they could have did a better job finding our new partner. Dude, if they would have if they would have stripped her of the championships, it would have been such bullshit because Sammy's been running around with a wrapped up elbow and no yeah. partner for the last yep. month. So <laughs> ridiculous. Um, Chad Gable beats Giovanni Vinci and uh, Gunther beats Otis. Um, so yeah. Um, what do you Gunther- think? You think you think the South Academy and Imperium is fun stuff? Because I think it's really, I think as for, be, right behind the Judgment Day, I think it's the best thing on Raw right now. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I like how um, um, Kaiser is like flirting with Maxine, and getting distracted. I think that's stupid. It's stupid, but it's fun. And then of course right. Gunther and Gable. Like I'm very excited for them to wrestle for the Intercontinental Championship next week on Raw. Um, and I was happy to see Gunther versus Otis. Um, I would really like to see Gunther versus Otis, but if Otis just gave it his all and just like went, I mean, like, it was a pretty, it was a pretty was, serious match. I mean, I don't know yeah. how much more you expect Otis to do. True, Gunther. true. I, just I mean, like... it is, it, 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 it is <laughs> Otis, and the way that Otis has been presented the last, like mm-hmm. his whole WWE career. I mean, he did about as much as Otis does. True. So true. you're right. Um, but Gunther is only 25 days away from uh, Honky Tonk Man's record, so I don't think he's losing to Gable next week. But um, I feel like Gable could beat him. I feel like that would be a really good person to beat him, honestly. Um, but not next week. I, I want I want Gunther to have that reign. So yeah, we'll see. yeah, you don't get this close <laughs> and then and then not do it. Uh, Honky Tonk, say bye bye to your record. They better have him out for some. Like they should bring Honky Tonk in for some sort of segment with Gunther. Yeah, to to like. Have him hand over the the uh, um, the record or whatever, and then have yeah. Guther just no sell it. Be like, okay, you know what Guther should do? He should hit him with one of his chops, and then it might kill him. But oh well, it'd be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think that's about all you could. Do to him. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't think that I don't think Argy Talk can take a Guther power bomb at this stage. Oh, that'd be pretty fun. Um, Matt Riddle and Drew McIntyre are tagging now. What do you think about that tag team? I'm. 
I'm okay I, with I think it. It's just it's something then, but it's yeah, it, it, it's something. I think it's just a vehicle to turn Drew heel eventually. Yeah, me too. I I yep. don't think that this is like an RK Bro situation where they'll they'll be like a a staple of Raw like RK Bro was. But I honestly, I'm not sure that RK Bro was supposed to be a no. a big thing for when it first was created. I think it just hit yep. right away, and that and that's why they stuck around with it, which it was great. Um, I'd love to see RK bro once again at some point, yeah. but yeah, I don't think drew and riddle are going to be the same. I agree. I agree. Um, Rhea Ripley is running through every female and raw you have written down here. Um, she is beefing with Candice LeRae and, uh, Indy Hartwell. So, I mean, it looks like she's really feuding with Raquel, um, Rodriguez, mm-hmm. but I believe yeah, she's that, that, injured. That, so I'm not sure. I assume that match that's is why I wrote. Yeah, at some point. That's why I wrote uh, every female on Raw because she's got beef with those two and Raquel. Uh-huh. And she. it seems like I don't see a person on that Raw roster that can beat Rhea Ripley right now. Like yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe down the line Becky, but sure. I don't know. I think Becky's going to be the payoff. I don't know if Becky's going to win, but I think that's going to be the big match. Like that's the biggest match you can do for. right now. Yeah. We'll probably have Rhea Ripley just – beating people up for the next like six months and then we'll have a wrestlemania match between becky if, if i had to guess that's what's going to happen um we had uh seth rollins versus nakamura for the world heavyweight championship confirmed um is that for the pay-per-view payback uh, yeah i don't know i don't think they even announced a win i don't yeah. think we we have an idea but uh at the end of the promo um shinsuke whispered something in seth's ear seth got all concerned and then uh, Shinsuke hit him with another King Sasha. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but yeah, really fresh uh, for sure. Yeah, there's no matches currently announced for payback yet, but I have a feeling that's yeah. going to be. I would assume that's that's when we see that. Yep. Um. So yeah, so. Uh, and I'm excited. I think Nakamura looks really good lately. So I think that yeah. Cool and if match. we if we don't get if we don't get Jimmy and Jay at payback, I have mm-hmm. to assume that would make be the main event. Yeah, for sure. Um, then we had Trish Stratus for Becky Lynch. Um, no contest. So this big payoff match that everyone was excited for just ends in a no contest. Um, but they're going to have a steel cage match next week on Raw. So, yeah, you wrote that this feud sucks ass, which I honestly have to agree. Uh, not the greatest feud. <laughs> oh, and yeah. this match didn't hit either. They promised that this was like the final match between them. And that Zoe Stark is banned from ringside. I thought... Oh wow! Nothing can nothing can go wrong here. Yeah. Nope they they get countered out and then they fight all through the arena and Zoe t- Stark uh, shows up at the merchandise booth and they beat down Becky and that mm-hmm. was the end. And yep. Adam Pierce who later was was pissed that that um, Trish had ruined another marquee match and they're gonna have a steel cage next so then that gets screwed up and they have a hell in a cell and then that gets screwed up and then they have an inferno and then that gets screwed up and they have a buried alive match yeah and then a texas chainsaw massacre uh death match so oh yeah we'll get into that (laughs) all right so um wwe's really leaning into the becky lynch lemon joke um that's so that's their stupid marketing they do sometimes uh but whatever um yeah, it started out as like that that rumor that that she was all yeah. pissed that she wasn't on SummerSlam, and now they're leaning into it. So. Yep. I mean, if she was really that pissed off that WWE was worried about it, I don't think they'd be letting her lean into it on television. But 
Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Rhodes beats Finn Balor in the main event. Uh, JD McDonough attacks after Sami Zayn in for the save and gets beaten down that's, also. That's that's J- JD as in um, some of those Day. is also. Yeah. Judgment Day. Day. So, yeah. Sorry. I knew um, that would be a little. I knew that would be a little confusing <laughs> because it is it is the same exact initials. But I yeah. didn't want to write Judgment Day every time. So, yeah, I would have got that here when it says is the JD McDonough in the JD. So judgment. Yes. Day. Yeah. Um, it, it is very odd. Yeah. You could call him judgment day McDonough. I kind of like that, but um, now I kind of <laughs> want him in the judgment day. He wasn't it, in the ring at the end of raw with them when they were kind of posing to end the show. But yeah. I, I do think he's getting pulled into there. Honestly, I, I think so too, which, you know, that's interesting. I, I, I expected he'll be in there for a while until Finn and him decide to break off eventually, which I, that's what I yeah. assume. We're headed yeah, towards. That'd be cool. Um, so I'm just trying to get through the rest of these uh, these roundups. Um, but WWE NXT, um, the next premium live event will be No Mercy. Um, Carmelo Hayes versus Wesley will be for the NXT Championship next week at their Heat Wave special. Um, and then Mustafa Ali, uh, he's starting like a presidential style character. Um, which looks kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched NXT and these were like the only things that I found yeah. really worth talking about. Um, yeah. Wesley and, and Carmelo Hayes, Wesley beat Dijak. So he's mm-hmm. the dude, number one yep. contender. They did a contract signing even at the end of the show. And it, they, it was a really good, just promo back and forth. Yeah. It was kind of fresh. No, no physicality, but Wesley did jump up and stomp through the table, which was very cool looking like it, like it yeah. sounds weird, but dude, it looked awesome. Uh, I, th- I think Carmelo Hayes and Wesley might have potential to be in the conversation for match of the year. I, I'm, that's an early prediction. So they're fucking awesome. So I'm, I'm very Both excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how do you think- feel about like weekly shows doing specials? like this i like it fight for the fallen or heat wave or what have you i i like it um when especially when they don't have a pay-per-view every month so i i think it's cool that nxt and and AEW does that um i'm we're all kind of used to do it too when they used to do like casino night and shit like that but it's been a long time since other other than anniversary they haven't done that since i was a little kid (laughs) this used to be my favorite episodes of raw every episode um the only time we get a special raw is if they do like um holiday yeah um sure even just a christmas tree entrance way in uh on third fourth street so (laughs) yeah or the pumpkin (laughs) match where otis got the pumpkin on his head yeah Uh, yeah Uh, Dynamite. Uh, I actually have to watch a little bit of Dynamite last week, so I can't can't shit on me here too much. Mass Singer wasn't on. No, not yet, but it's coming back soon. So, uh, <laughs> uh, fight for the fallen is the theme uh, because of the um, Maui wildfires. Is that what is going on in Maui? Yeah. I see everyone talking about Maui, and I'm like, what's going on in Maui? <laughs> so oblivious. yeah, I, I I I'm I'm ninety percent sure that it's wildfires, like yeah. everything else. So, yeah. um, yeah. All proceeds go to Maui Fire Relief. Uh, I'm and they got that. a they got a hundred thousand dollar sponsorship deal with the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, yep. and they're sending all of that That's to awesome. Maui Wildfire. So very cool. And I think all merch proceeds are going. Yep, as well. That's what they talked about. It's pretty awesome. Um, Eddie I, Kingston. I, hey, I, I have to say real quick. As much as we give Tony Khan shit, he has proven to be you know as far as his character, he might. 
his in, integrity as a, as a person, even yeah. if he doesn't make the smartest decisions as far as talent management, he still seems like a pretty damn good guy. Like he does a lot for talent and for mm-hmm. um, everything outside of AEW. Sure. So I, I can't disagree with that. Yeah, no, he absolutely. does seem to be a better person than Vince. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so um, Eddie Kingston has returned to set up a 6v6 uh, stadium stampede match uh, against uh, the Blackpool Combat Club at Wembley. I predicted that. Um, not quite that way, but I knew that there'd be a stadium stampede match. Listen to you, little little AEW yeah. uh, fan and predictor. No, uh, Eddie's Eddie's back from the G1. Yep. Uh, I soured on the G1 fast because they literally ran back Okada and Naito for like the 80th yeah. time. And Naito uh, won. See, I knew that. Too. Yeah, it's like, dude, <laughs> why, why are – this is my problem with New Japan. I want to watch it so bad. Uh-huh. But they ride their certain guys into the dirt until they bring up new guys. And right now they have their three new musketeers. They're like the Rewa musketeers is like the name of them. And, and like every 15 years, the way New Japan works – is they'll have like a new crop of guys so it's and they usually pick like three to be like their next big stars and it started back in the day with chono and um the big guy oh what's the big guy's name i forget the big guy's name but but uh chono was one of them and then uh the second three musketeers had was uh uh okada tanahashi and naito Mm. and now it's yoda suji it is uh, Shota Umino, and it is uh, – oh, man. Now I'm going to blank on the third one. Yeah. Yoda Suji Umino, and I don't remember what the third guy is, but it'll, it'll come to me at some point. But that's just how New Japan works is every, like, 15 years, they'll have yep. three new guys. But in between that, they're still going to be riding the last three guys <laughs> into the dirt, and they're very old and can't really go anymore. And it's and it's very tough. And I got the second set of musketeers wrong. And now that I remember, it it wasn't Naito. It was um, uh, Nakamura. Okay, um, that's cool. I mean, I, I it's kind of cool the way they do that. But yeah, I yeah, mean, so I feel like they got a that's their whole booking philosophy, and that's the way it's been for the last thirty years. They yeah. they have their three guys, and then a new three guys. But in between, it really sucks because the new guys are too young, and they don't get booked like shit. And the old guys that can't can barely work besides mm-hmm. Okada is they're they're booked super strong still. So yeah. Um, but at, at Wembley, there, it's going to be the Blackpool Combat Club plus three people versus the best friends, Lucha Bros, Orange Cassidy, and Eddie Kingston. Uh, who do you think the three extra people in the Combat Club are going to be? I think it's going to be uh, ZSJ Zack Saber Jr. Okay. And uh, Santana and Ortiz. I heard Santana and Ortiz don't talk to each other anymore. I think that's changed because okay. um, Ortiz has been posting a lot of it, old classic clips okay. of them and like Impact and AEW. So that maybe they're cool. talking it. And and I I just looked it up to refresh my memory, and it was uh, Muda, Chono, and Hashimoto was the okay. original Three Musketeers. So I I forgot that Hashimoto Shinya Hashimoto was the was the big guy and dude I, if you've never seen a hashimoto match go watch because he he wasn't around for a long time but he was around for a great time <laughs> nice um 
Omega was attacked by Don Callis' family, uh, Takeshita and the Bullet Club Gold, setting up Omega, Ibushi, and Hangman versus uh, Bullet Club Gold and Takeshita at All In. Um, Then they also did Chris Jericho and Don Callis' picture frame promo. Kind of gave me uh, Festival of Friendship vibes. Um, I like this. I thought this was good. (laughs) Yeah, it was cool. The Uh, the painting was pretty well. I I, got to say, man. Chris Jericho could still do a nice in-ring promo. Oh, I, I thought that this this was really solid. You know, I don't like Chris Jericho as much in ring these days, but dude, mm-hmm. that that was pretty that was pretty good. Like yeah. I I like the way that that's headed. So yeah, and it looks like we're gonna get uh, Will Osprey versus Chris Jericho. At all people that. are shitting on it, but honestly, dude, Osprey will be able to carry him, and I bet this is gonna turn some heads. Yes. So um, so up next we had. Jeff versus Jeff, Jeff Jarrett versus Jeff Hardy in a Texas Chainsaw death match. Um, okay, so I see a lot of people shitting on this. Just like I saw a lot of people shitting on the zombies WWE did or the fucking golden egg. But here's the thing. Doing this stuff. Uh, AEW donated theirs to charity, which is great. I, I love Awesome, honestly. And especially they had uh, Leatherface come out swinging around a fucking chainsaw wrestling like it's stupid pro wrestling is fucking stupid whether you like it or not it's it's stupid and it's great and i love it and i thought that was a lot of fun so uh what did you think of this match uh yeah so you might have been cutting out a little bit there but i thought this match was uh yes we're we're this deep we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna run it live pal no uh i i thought that this match was very entertaining i think they picked the right two people to be in this match jeff fits the motif perfectly and Jeff fits the boat. No, uh, <laughs> Hardy, Hardy has the perfect look for this match. He looked awesome. He chose yeah, all entrance. white because they were wearing the, because they were doing the fake blood spot. And he had this cool entrance mask. Like, man, Jeff, if he, dude, Jeff Hardy got, has to be top five coolest wrestlers of all time. Yep. It's like everything about him is just cool. Um, and Jeff Jarrett is hilarious, oh, especially, yeah. especially the way he sells things. Like, dude, I love Jeff Jarrett. Oh man, I'm I'm such a Jarrett Mark. Like yeah. I still want him to win some sort of title. Like not a major title, but dude, you can't tell me that him as TNT champion wouldn't be entertaining as hell. TNT uh, All Atlantic or whatever it's called. Oh um, yeah, international champion. Have him have him destroy AEW World Champion. <laughs> no, have him have him destroy a little Pipsqueak Orange Cassidy and and yeah. and, and, uh, and let him strut his ass on on Weekly Dynamite and and have Karen win matches for him it could be like Rhea Dominic but it's Karen yeah. and Jeff you know TNA think, 2008 all over again I think I've accepted the fact that um Orange Cassidy is never going to lose that belt it's going to be a Roman Reigns kind of dude I know and I like Orange Cassidy I like like I've said before I like his matches his character is fun enough mm-hmm. but dude this is ridiculous this this rain it's every single week like this week started with Orange Cassidy wrestling wheeler utah and wheeler utah really is the punching bag of of the yeah. fcc like they just beat the shit out of him every week every week like it it's it's insane but yeah every week it just starts with an orange cassidy title match and i'm i know they're doing the angle that each week he's less and less powerful and by the time that he has a big match he's going to be so weak and blah 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 i don't know it just doesn't do it for me yeah um so yeah um so I, I lost where i was here i think 
Um, right after y- the Texas Chainsaw yep. death match, it really really took you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it took me out of the app, so I, I lost to where I was. But um, the Young gotcha. Bucks uh, beat the Guns in the main event. Uh, big FTR face to face. Um, so yeah, yeah, Young Bucks versus FTR. That's gonna be great, no doubt about it. <laughs> so absolutely, and and if we if we didn't mention before, Jeff Jarrett ended up beating Jeff Hardy in the oh yes. in the Friday Thirteenth match. So, but yeah, I I'm pretty excited for for Young Bucks FTR. I think next week we'll go all in on all in and and preview it. But yeah, I'm I'm. I'm pretty excited. I think the crowd is going to save that show a lot because oh, the, absolutely. I'll, I'll be honest. The card isn't as strong as like a forbidden door card, but that card, that mm-hmm. forbidden door card was ridiculous. Um, that was just a, that was just an embarrassment of riches. Like that was just Tony Khan flexing his muscle and just <laughs> putting every single name in single. Like that's my thing. I kind of like that they're not burning up a bunch of singles matches, you know, because it, the crowd, regardless of what you put out there, is going to be hyped for it. And I think maybe he's doing the right thing here because he has yeah. it all out the next week. I mean, I think it's cool that it, with the the big tag matches, you're getting more people in front of this big crowd. And yep. just that alone is a, cool, a good idea. And then you have the other big show the next week in Chicago, uh, which is the biggest show of the year for AEW in the States. So to me, I guess yeah. if you, you're, you're going to build matches from there, from all these big multi-man matches, you're going to build matches like singles matches, tag team, you're going to build them and you're going to make a card for the next week, which is kind of ridiculous, but it's happening. And um, I'm sure it'd be fine. It'd be well, good. and and I, I also have to say, people have to realize, and this is going to sound like kind of a, biased thing to say mm. but AEW tag matches are a lot different than wwe tag matches yeah true especially in the way that they're laid out like mm-hmm. it's going to be wild like every single match is going to go like there's it's going to be pretty bonkers you know like yeah. don't expect a, a boring ass bloodline tag match i hate to say it, hate to say it but and i don't mean the usos i mean when roman's tagging because those <laughs> matches are pretty damn boring yeah. if he's in a tag match but like, yikes. but but they're cinema so it's okay they are absolute cinema. So. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. All in is going to be great. We're going to talk about all in in depth next week. There's stuff we See, didn't. Talk you about. say it's going to be great, but earlier in the week, you were on our Snapchat group going, "Man, all in looks terrible. There's no card, and it's literally in like two weeks, and I'm just not impressed." And blah blah blah. And now that they have more matches, it looks a little more appealing. I, you know, I told I, you. I didn't say any of that stuff. That was Zach talking. No, you were in agreement. Don't don't even try to front. I you, love you and Zach. I, you I, <laughs> I love AEW. It's my favorite. No, you, don't. you you guys are big time haters. I it's, am the main AEW defender around. I love here. AEW. It's great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be huge. Um, but Jeez. let's go listen to a word from our friends over at In the Marvels with Soda and Ethan. Hey everybody, I'm Soda. And I am Ethan. And we are in the Marbles with Soda and Ethan. We are a NASCAR podcast that talks about the past week's race, and we review the upcoming race for the Trucks, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. Yes, we also host a fun and interactive NASCAR Fantasy Cup Series where participants can win up to $500 in prizes each season. $500 in prizes. Yes, and the best part is, it's completely free to join. No subscription, no Patreon, just pick your driver each week for a chance to win prizes. The participant with the most points at the end of the season wins an actual In the Marbles Fantasy Cup Series Championship trophy. That's right, an actual trophy. So we hope you will join us next time on In the Marbles with Southern Ethan. And before we get out of here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace.
love, and all the above. And we'll see you in the marbles. All right. We're back. Um, great commercial. Um, we're back for the second little part of this podcast. We're going to do a top five and bottom five, technically. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I also did a little bit of research during the commercial because I, uh, I thought to myself when I was going over the Three Musketeers booking philosophy in New Japan that I had some of the info wrong, and I did. I had a few guys switched around. So the original three were in, were, uh, in 1988. Inoki appointed three of them. It was uh, Muda, Chono, and Hashimoto, Shinya Hashimoto. And then by the time they were done in the early 2000s, it was Nakamura, Shibata, and Tanahashi. And then now it is Rin Narita. That's the third guy. Yoda Suji and Shota Umino, who is Red Shoe's kid. And Mox's like kid too. Yeah. He might be one of the three extras in the Black Bull Combat Club again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a great shout also. I just don't know right now. It depends on his new Japan schedule. I don't think there's anything coming up. I think now they're in kind of a lull period since the G one was every single day. So Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. All right. Well, thanks for clarifying that. You know, I would have lost sleep just thinking I had that information. I would have because <laughs> I actually care for wrestling outside yeah. of WWE. No, I'm just kidding. You cared so much that you knew. You know, you you, you already knew that stuff. So hey, I knew more than you, dumbass. <laughs> uh, anyways, top five. <laughs> Let's so, get it. Uh, we're gonna do top five favorite things in current wrestling and top five least favorite things in current wrestling. So, so um. I don't have five for either of them. I have four for one and two for the other. So what we'll do is we'll just we'll use. I even yours. have like some honorable midgets. That's oh crazy God. to say. We'll do best or worst first. Uh let's do worst. Let's 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 get the negativity out of the way. I think, and then we'll end the show on a positive note. What do you? Think? I'm, you know, I don't like to be negative. So, but I guess. We'll do that. It's up to you. It's up to you. You're the <laughs> you're the guy that 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 said, oh, instead of AEW, we could just review heels each week, and that went like shit. And we suck you know, at reviewing TV, so we're completely dropping that. You know, I'm absolutely not going to let you give me the credit for that because I absolutely <laughs> did not say we should review heels. You brought that up. <laughs> no, no, you you did you did. I'm no. blaming you. No, you absolutely <laughs> you randomly I, snapped uh, me and said we should talk about heels on the podcast. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Sure. I think that I think the heel segment will probably go down as maybe the worst segment I, we've ever done. And we've I, had some absolute stinkers. You it called me so after bad. recording last week. You're like, we should probably just delete that heel segment. I was like, you know, I'll listen to it. And if it's not too bad, I'll put it up. You know what I did? I forgot about it. I didn't even go through and listen to it. So it just went out Dude, the way it was. It's out there in the ether. And <laughs> I don't even think I could bring myself to, to listen not, to it again. Not. It was so disorganized. And we are truly sorry. We are never touching television as mm-hmm. an option for review. Uh, maybe a WWE documentary or something. But yeah. other than that, no. It, we Like weekly television is not our thing unless it's wrestling i mean we can always bring up heels and be like oh heels was great this week which it was like it, it, great storyline but we don't have enough like i don't know like and the show not- jumps <laughs> around a lot like it's just yeah. it, it's so weird like wrestling is a lot easier to review than a like a wrestling for sure show. 
It's yeah, it's and odd. it's not like we can't confirm that the people listening have watched Heels, and it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, you guys know what happened, right? And it's hard Absolutely. for us to go back because there's a whole season in the books, and we're starting with season two. So it's honestly it was just a bad idea. So we're yep. not going to talk about Heels. Bad anymore. idea from stupid creative. Yep, but Heels, watch it. So, um, but yeah. Top five least favorite things in pro wrestling today. Um, I have four. So do you want to start with your number five or honorable mentions, whatever you want to do? Uh, yeah. So my honorable mention real quick is very uh, small. I I'm starting to get burnt out on the overabundance of factions in wrestling sure. and, and, and really the overabundance of shit factions like uh, um, the outcasts. I mean, AEW is really the the main problem with the factions, uh, like the outcasts and um, honestly, the Jericho's appreciation society was pretty rotten for quite a while. Um, but yeah, that's just a quick honorable mention. It's not in the top five. I just wanted to mention it. My uh, my number five is uh, WWE's current booking philosophy of they don't change things often enough for me. It, 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 it runs very stagnant. All right. Well, I, I feel like, I feel they let things ride, mm-hmm. uh, like a week or two, or even at sometimes a month too long. Yeah. Case in point, Becky and Trish. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have something similar to that. And you might also have this in there. If, if you're not considering this, that, um, I put repet- repetition in matches, uh, on raw in particular. Okay. On Raw. Yeah, Raw is the number one public offender of this bullshit. And you know what? I, I under, It's a three-hour show, so they're just trying to fill time. Um, but it just feels like... It's got to be good, though. Yeah. You it, can't it, just fill time with the same bullshit every week. And but also, it, that's kind of like what... like They're just they're trying to get week to week till they can get to a pay-per-view by building story. But it just... When you have... For a while, it was the Bloodline versus... Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for for weeks and weeks straight, some form of the bloodline versus them. Uh, now lately, it's been Sami Zayn and a partner. When, but before that, it was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Judgment Day every week. Um, so it just feels like it's the same thing. For like, I feel like for like a month and a half, two months there, it was Alpha Academy versus uh, the Viking Raiders. It just it yeah. just felt so repetitive. My dad brought that up. He's like, "Oh my god, this fucking again!" I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it, um, it's 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 ridiculous. It used that's, to be worse. That's probably my biggest. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably my biggest thing is they have a ton of talent on the main roster, and they just want to use the same like four acts in their in the top spot, which I get it. But at some point, like when Roman is gone and Jay's currently on hiatus or whatever that story is, SmackDown is going to be very interesting in the next few weeks or months or whatever to see how they book around that um but i think that's wwe's biggest Mm -hmm. problem right now is repetitive and stagnant booking yeah and i like i said i think it's raw in particular is the worst um but it's happened on smackdown before too but i'm just saying raw in particular really bad with that but um yeah go ahead with your number four (laughs) okay uh so now that we can get back into the alternating uh, way of doing our top fives, I'll start with my top four. Okay, so top four, AW Erratic Booking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of have the opposite booking philosophy of WWE currently, where matches week to week don't really flow that well a lot of times. Yeah. Storylines 
seemingly don't get advanced as well and as fast, and they really struggle to book in between pay-per-views. Their pay-per-views sure. are always top-notch with great in-ring mm-hmm. quality. However, in between, they can't book for shit to get storyline to storyline. It yeah. doesn't work. Um, and that's my biggest problem with with AEW. You know, they <clears throat> for whatever reason, this has always been one of their struggles. And and outside of collision, actually booked fairly well besides the overuse of squash matches. Mm-hmm. Dynamite makes no sense if you're watching it week to week. Yeah. No, I could agree with that because most of the time I'm I'm watching it like every couple of weeks I'll throw on dynamite or something. So I, I understand that. It's like you're watching PWG. You know, it's like you're yeah. watching a stupor ending on Dynamite. And yep. and and Collision is more of like a like a early nineties WCW where they have like some top stars, but also a lot of squash and bullshit, you know. Yeah, and it's like sometimes WWE is too polished. And then AEW sometimes is just not polished enough when it comes to introducing certain things and uh, explaining what's going on. But obviously that happens in all wrestling, but I'm just saying, I I, I see what you're saying there for sure. But yeah, um, I I totally agree with that. I I think AEW has gotten a tad bit better recently in introducing people and new things and, and, and things like that because the Nick Wayne introduction was really well done. Oh, yeah. He had that match, and then they instantly jumped into the Swerve feud and had Swerve literally jump him in his garage and break a picture of his father over his head and mm-hmm. leave him bloody. And like they did a really good job of introducing Nick Wayne and who he was. But before that, there was a lot of debuts that were without any fanfare besides, hey, this guy's good and can sure. do a Spanish fly. Watch yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, technically I already said one of my four. So if you want to go into your number three, then I will have three to talk about as well. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my number three is tribalism between <laughs> fan bases, Okay. specifically WWE and AEW. If yeah. I have to listen to the term E drone or mm-hmm. I don't know what, uh, AW people are called, but. I, I do not like any of that shit. Like, especially right. on Twitter, uh, it's all you see. Yeah, I is you, if you're, it's like a gang war. If you're not a fan of one, you have to be a super fan of the other, yeah, and you can't like that. the other one. It's ridiculous. Watch everything. Watch feel- New Japan. Watch Watch Impact if you want to. Watch Ring of Honor. Watch AEW. Watch WWE. Watch NXT. Watch you know, like watch there's nothing, no reason why. Honestly, yeah, watch <laughs> some movies. If you if you if you really hate wrestling that much to where you have to pick one or the other and you can't like I understand if you like one more than the other and you mm-hmm. don't want to watch the other one that's fine yeah. but don't be a complete asshole piece of shit online just because you like one more than the other <laughs> like just because you like WWE doesn't mean AEW is the worst and vice versa you know yeah I actually that's actually on my list here too and I feel like you you would laugh at me if I had said this but I'm gonna say it insane tribalism like obviously yes. i like wwe more than AEW. that's okay and and you lean into it more as like, kind of a, a meme like oh yeah. blah 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 wwe does it better you know and that's fine yeah 90 percent of the time that, i'm joking yeah sure <laughs> but there's some people that make it their whole entire online personalities and it's like holy yikes dude it's wild honestly it's like I, I don't understand why you wouldn't want AEW if you're a WWE fan. Why you wouldn't want AEW to succeed too? Like it, the exactly. war that you guys think is happening is not close enough to be considered 
anything. So just relax. Enjoy what you enjoy. It's it like it's not that serious. Just have fun watching fucking wrestling. <laughs> and as long as AEW's around, it's going to push WWE to be better and to retain their guys and keep them happy. And the, yep. so it does nothing but ri- rise all ships. Yep. You know, the, the tides are great. The water's great. It's rising all the ships around, except for Impact Wrestling. I, for whatever reason, I can't watch Impact. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's the, <laughs> I, I, I can't get into it. It's the severely, like, awkwardly small crowd for me. Yeah, and their venue. That's like it's yeah. like they put a huge Tron in a tiny building, and it yeah. looks like shit. It's very weird. Opinion. And I hear that they have great wrestling. I just I can't. It's too awkward. I need to give them. I need to give them a shot. But honestly, my biggest problem is that YouTube TV doesn't carry Access TV. And if if you and the only way to watch it is if I subscribe to their members mm. thing on YouTube, which is an option. But I prefer to watch all of my wrestling on YouTube TV. Um, that's just where I have all of it sure. sent to. And yeah, I, I don't know. I need to give them a shot, but it's hard to, especially when they're still booking bully Ray and Tommy dreamer <laughs> in main event spots Fun. in 2023. Yeah. So, yeah. So I know I get that. So um, let's start to hear more of Jordan's list. Okay. Well, I have number two, I have dirt sheets. Um, why, what's going to happen? Like, why do rumors have to be sp- this might not be the dirt sheets fault. This is employees of the companies leaking shit to the dirt sheets. Um, I guess you could call it like spoiler culture. Like, why is it a thing? And now I will say I, I I'm not anymore, but I was a fightful select member. I, I personally like to spoil myself sometimes and not in that way, but spoil. Like I look into spoilers. It's stupid. Sure. But, but that shouldn't be a thing you could could do for something that's live on TV. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't spoil. Them. I am, uh, I am a member of Fightful Select still, yeah. but I only subscribe to them for news. I don't mm-hmm. subscribe to them for like, here's the raw rundown. Here's exactly what's gonna happen and yeah. and what have you. Like, I don't, I don't care about that shit, and I don't look at it when it comes up. But I will look at like their big long news posts. And honestly, that's where I pull a lot of the news from the yeah. part of the pod is from those posts that's that's the main reason why i'm still subscribed to them but yeah i don't i agree with you i don't like the whole spoiler culture i think with a unique medium like professional wrestling you're in this awkward position where it's a tv show and a sporting event at the same Mm -hmm. time yeah so it's it's kind of a weird spot to be in yeah, I mean, we shouldn't know that CM Punk's coming back. Like, like everyone knew CM Punk was coming back because I mean, was... yeah, but they were also leaning into it. <laughs> yeah, but hard. I'm just saying, like, shit like that, like, should not be spoiled. No, like, it, it should have been. Like, imagine if they would have just booked Chicago, and his music would have hit. Like, holy, like, that would have been insane. And I, I don't know, like, every little return, like, Kari Sane's coming back soon. Like, why, like, why was that leaked? Why wasn't that a special surprise? Um, what happened? Oh, I, I accidentally dipped. I didn't mean to. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just, I was trying to switch apps and I closed my app, but I'm back, back like I never <laughs> left. So yeah, um, very strange that like the wrestling world, like people, just I mean, the companies allow these people to leak their shit because it wouldn't keep happening if the companies didn't somewhat mind it. Sure. And honestly, my next one, it kind of goes 
with that very well, which is crazy how our, our lists are kind of lining up together. Uh, my number four um, least favorite thing is the locker room drama going public. Yeah. That's my number like, one. I hate that even more than the spoilers. Like That is yeah. ridiculous. We should not be seeing... Uh, you know, CM Punk said this, and this is why, and this is who has beef with who, and this is this person had a tryout and and got denied, and now they're bitching, and and this and the whole locker room is out to defend them. <clears throat> Lufus <clears throat> AEW Women's Division. Uh, I I just think that, that that it's ridiculous that that should not be public knowledge. Any of it, you don't see as much of it in WWE as you do AEW, but but yeah, locker room drama should stay the hell private, please. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I kind of put that as that's kind of my number one, but I actually got a little bit more specific with this. And I said the elite versus CM Punk, just the fact like there's so many things. Definitely the main one. Yeah, it's just so weird that like it's a they're allowing it to happen the way it is. But I just feel like Tony Khan just feels kind of stuck and he doesn't know what to do. I'm honestly shocked the elite signed new contracts with this all going on. Um maybe i think maybe i think maybe down the road maybe they, they, i think there's still a chance that they bury things they and maybe to. the hangman thing is a work maybe it is i hope maybe, it is maybe we're reading way too far into it and they're both leaning into it because both guys were posting instagram stories where like hangman adam page was in a hotel with a, a glass of wine and he was taking a shot and cm punk was taking shots and you know maybe it was uh not shots as an alcohol cm punk straight yeah. edge <laughs> uh, but they were both taking shots at one another, uh, and I think that that maybe maybe there's a possibility. Like as a wrestling fan, I want everything that's presented yeah. as a shoot online to be a work because I want every single dumb fuck fan to get worked. Yeah, because be it's great. hilarious, and I love it for wrestling. Yeah, I, I honestly especially especially back work. in the day with Matt Hardy and Edge, that's the best one. When when they were mad at each other, they buried the hatchet. They came back. They had a killer rivalry. Because they're that's professionals. How, that's how business should be done. I agree. Yep. Um, but yeah, so what's your number one? Okay, my number one thing is uh, people who complain about products that they don't even watch. People that, that come into conversations about wrestling online that are uneducated and have terrible opinions and they don't even know what's going on. Uh, I see a lot of this in... It, again, in both fan bases, the AEW fans and the WWE fans, like it's something that should be separate. But you see a lot of people that don't know what's going on and they talk shit. They're like, oh, well, I don't understand why this match is happening and there's no build to this because, well, I didn't see the backstage promo last week and the promo in ring before that and the match they had three weeks ago and the match they had months before to originally set this up. Like there's... A lot of times, you know, AW leans on long-term booking and WWE leans on overbooking every week. The same shit. Like, just watch the product and it would make sense for the most part. Like, yeah, there's some misses, but there's a lot of hits and a lot of things make sense if you just actually watch without talking out of your ass and making things up. So your number one problem with wrestling today is me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean... Here, here's the difference, Jordan. You don't come into an AEW conversation and go, show was ass. And then no, I, I then we start the review and I go, okay, so the opening match was Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta. And, and you go, 
Well, I didn't watch it, but on Twitter, everybody was tired of Orange Cassidy. So fuck Orange Cassidy. You know, I'm, I'm over him. I don't want to see him. You know, at least you if you're not up to speed on AW, at least you come in with the opinion of, hey, carry this conversation because I didn't catch yeah. the show. <laughs> Let, you know, it it's a big difference. You and I had a conversation earlier this week um, about the fact that MJF and Adam Cole are wrestling on the pre-show of the Wembley Stadium show for the tag titles, and then they're going to main event for the world title against each other. And I just said, that's fucking ridiculous. And you said, well, you're not watching the show. You don't understand the story. There's so much story there. And I'm like, nothing you tell me can make me agree with the fact that the world championship match are tagging to fight for the tag titles on the pre-show. And I still stand by that, by the way. But for the most part, with that, but that that conversation is why I was like, "Well, this kind of feels like I'm being attacked." But for no, the most part, yeah, when, when we talk about AEW, and I didn't watch it, I will straight up say I didn't watch it, and I will not shit on the product unless I have watched it. So yeah, unless um, you know, like, <laughs> like there's no reason to say anything. I, yeah. I, I mean, and, and to be honest, the whole reason why they're doing the pre-show thing, I think, is to maybe give a little bit of conflict before the main event, because I don't think we're going to get in any until then. I think that, yeah. that Ozzy open will retain and they're using it to get fans in the door. That way the, the crowd looks great when that show starts because they want all, because it's going to take a while to get 80,000 people in the door and AW's never done a show this big. So they want yeah. to try to get as many people in there as early as possible. And that's why this show's ha having the world champion and the challenger on the pre-show because they need a vehicle to, to, to get more conflict between the two and get people yeah. in the door. So the crowd looks great. That's now, my two cents. the whole getting them in the door thing makes a lot of sense, but just the idea of the potential of them getting injured. Um, yes. The, but yes. Just, but that is a risk. I, and it also, I feel like it kind of devalues the main event having the two main eventers wrestling earlier in the card, especially on the pre-show. But I do get what you're saying, like getting people in the door. I feel like they could book a big match on the pre-show that it doesn't involve the main eventers. But I think I agree. The, the whole main event, the uh, them wrestling Aussie Open, they could do that on Rampage or Dynamite. Like why? Why couldn't they have started all in with that? Like if it just wasn't on the pre-show. Like what if they yeah. did a dream match on the pre-show of somebody versus somebody? You know, I don't know. And then. Yeah. Starting the main show with Aussie Open versus versus the two guys because we've seen that in the past, you know, where where main event guys have wrestled multiple matches in a night for sure. And, and I know that it, I know it is a little odd, but you know, I think it would be a lot more acceptable, widely mm -hmm. acceptable. I think it's just throwing people off because it's the pre-show and we're used to pre-show matches being the Bunny versus <laughs> yeah. uh, Rebel or something. Yeah. You know, like it's it's usually nothing ever important. But I think mm -hmm. the show is such a anomaly that they feel like they have to do something special. Yeah, I almost feel like I wish that All Out was before All In, and they could have that tag match on All Out in the smaller arena, and then have the World Championship match in the big arena. I just yeah. it just feels strange to me, like having because I feel like the first time you see them should be coming out to wrestle in the main event. I get um, it. I've, but obviously, you can look back at WrestleMania 30 with Daniel Bryan, but that wasn't both competitors. That yeah, it's a little like, different. <laughs> so, but still, I don't know. yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's definitely I I feel like it's kind of unprecedented to have both of the main event wrestlers in the 
show before the main event. It's, it's unique. We'll see how it goes, but it is very weird. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of got onto a tangent there, but um, I guess we should go into our top five favorite things that are going on in wrestling today, which I, um, I didn't, I didn't put down five and I, there's a lot of things I love in wrestling today. Like I could have wrote down LA night or something, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to write down things that are happening and I'm sure there's things that I love and you're probably going to open my eyes to a lot of things that I should have written written down. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just wrote down two things that, off the top of my head, I, I did not give myself a lot of time to prepare this. Okay. That's my fault. But instead of we, alternating, do you want to just get your two out of the way? That way, sure. Um, it it might have been one or better. two. Hours. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, one of mine is that, especially in WWE, I can't talk too much about AEW. Uh, major championships feel important again. Um, the okay. Roman Reigns titles, obviously, he's had them for three years they they feel very important right now gunther um austin theory just had a long reign um the tag titles are on well, right now it's kind of weird but i'm just saying the, i would say other than the women's titles sure. are a little wishy-washy but i mean they're on big stars so but yeah, especially, I, I did, I did kind of the same thing on my list mm-hmm. i just worded it a little different i have long-term champions written down sure. yeah. um because i think it is fresh like like you're saying you know it's i just think that to have a guy that's your champion for multiple years is a nice change of pace because for years we would have WWE champions for at most maybe four or five, maybe six months at a time. You know, we would never have multi-year reigns like this Mm -hmm. reigns, no pun intended. But uh, I I think that it's, it brings a lot of these championships up. Like their value has risen substantially like especially the intercontinental championship Mm -hmm. the uh world championship and even in AEW, you know even though i don't like the rain very much the international championship has only had two champions yeah since it's been around you know uh i think that that even the world championship with mjf is is i think that might be one of my favorite AEW championship reigns in in a in quite some time i know cm punk is kind of muddying the waters there with his real world championship title Mm -hmm. belt but but I think I think right now in wrestling, long-term champions and and the ability to to make belts seem important is one of the main reasons wrestling is as hot as it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of how hot wrestling is right now, my my thing that I put down for best is WWE selling out and breaking records literally everywhere. And then I also put in the same sentence, AEW all in. Um, just showing how big wrestling is right now. Uh, WWE, like I said, selling out pretty much every week now. Every time they're in a, a building, they're breaking records for the previous times they've been in the building. Um, wrestling feels like we're in a really high era. It's a like, boom period. Yeah, like I, it's awesome. I, ever ever since I was a kid, I was like, man, the Attitude Era looks so much fun, looks so much fun, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, we're getting to the point where Wrestling is becoming high mainstream pop culture again. Yeah. Like there, like I'm not saying that people aren't still saying you watching that WWF and and oh, blah blah blah. And, you know that still happens. You know, but people are starting to to know more people. Like I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen people at work watching Rhea Ripley matches. Like I don't know if they just like <laughs> wrestling or if they like Rhea Ripley. You know, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I I think that wrestling is becoming more of a uh, mainstream product. Yeah. overall i 
last weekend I took my little brother to a card show and he was looking mm-hmm. for Pokemon cards and I had a Road Warriors t-shirt on and mm-hmm. I walked up to this Pokemon table with my brother. He's like, is that a wrestling shirt? The, the guy running the table. And I said, yeah. He's like, yeah, I was never really into wrestling, but I see these clips of LA Knight on my TikTok, and he, I was like, and I go, yeah, and he goes, yeah, real loud in the like conference nice. center, and it just shows like just little things, like I mean, little, but LA Knight, like Cody Rhodes is bringing in a lot of new people, like people are starting to watch wrestling again, and it's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, and I, I feel like I feel like current wrestling that's on TV does a very good job of of having the potential of getting the lapsed fan back. Like, yeah, like you always hear people talk about, oh, we have to get the lapsed fans and the, and the people that that tune in for five minutes. We got to try to hook them. I think current wrestling does pretty well about about that. You know, maybe not raw, but uh, for the most part. But, you know, you you tune in to to a show for for five or so minutes and there's only an hour left. You might just stick around for the rest of it. Now, sure. raw, you're not going to tune in and watch for three damn hours. But, you know, it's it, I, I think. Honestly, wrestling's at a point, especially WWE, where I don't know when it ends. I'm just very happy that I'm able to experience a period like this. And and AEW's experiencing it as, as well. It's just going to be interesting to see what happens after All In. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that All In is huge because if that crowd looks great, and it could, it could boost interest overall in their product. If that crowd looks great and they go viral, who knows, you know? Yep. This could yep. be a good launching point for AEW to to get to the next level. Now, I don't think AEW will ever challenge WWE or anything. No. For for quite some time, but I think AEW could do some leveling up in between there. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So what do you have on your list here? Okay. Uh so right now I have AEW's overall depth. I mm-hmm. think that they have a deep roster. I don't think that they book most of their roster not even nearly strong enough mm-hmm. but i do really like their roster like if you would have told me that this was a roster like in 2015 i wouldn't believe you like the the amount of talent is insane like they have so many high-end talents yeah a little bit of everything too a lot, lot of lot of exciting different styles and looks and yeah i agree very so- great now I do understand how some people don't like that AEW doesn't have a lot of size to its roster mm-hmm. because there are a lot of guys that are on the smaller side. But yeah. I think once the whole once your whole roster skews that way, it doesn't stand out as much. If sure. that makes sense. Yeah. Like like if you have smaller guys wrestling, like they do have big guys like Wardlow and Hobbs and Brian Cage, but they uh, most of their guys are average size, whereas WWE has a lot of brutes. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to mention AEW's depth. And then I also had the long-term champions that we went over earlier. That was my number two. Uh, My number three is that faces and heels in this current era are getting the appropriate reactions they deserve. For the most part, yeah. Um, For years. Yeah, I I can't really think of many that aren't. um, But it seems like fans are really leaning in toward cheering the good guys and booing the bad guys. Like LA Knight, now that he's babyface, he's getting massive reactions. Cody gets massive good reactions. Dominic gets massive heel reactions. MJF now, I mean, he the, the crowd is has gone back and forth with him, and he's gone back and forth. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk's mixed as well, but he has a, a character that's the same way. 
Um, I feel like every crowd reaction is basically in line with how it should be for the most part. And it's refreshing because there were so many years where guys like Cena were were booed horrendously (laughs) guys like, I don't know, like faces, like, like big time supposed to be stars like Roman were just booed out of the building in favor of guys like Daniel Bryan and guys like Zack Ryder, you know? So. Yep. You ready for my next one? Yes, sir. Okay, my my number four is uh, WWE does a great job of presenting its stars. I think that yeah. WWE that uh, like AEW might have the depth, but where they lack is is presenting what they have on the highest pedestal, and WWE sure. does that very well. Uh, you see Roman and Becky, and Becky and Bianca just got Fortnite skins. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, did uh, you buy them? Yes, I did. I got not Becky. my favorite, but I did buy them. <laughs> I got Becky, but I didn't have enough V Bucks to get Bianca. Uh, Bianca's the better one too, because I she has agree. like a unique she has a unique lobby skin where she's like flipping her hair around and mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh but WWE obviously they have a leg up because they're more mainstream and they get more talk show uh opportunities and more like like Roman and Paul Heyman were just on ESPN first take, which is yeah. like their ESPN's biggest show. Um it's, it's so, about to get crazier, too, because they I mean, the sale isn't even official yet, um, but Endeavor is the largest talent agency, I believe, in the world. And they just bought WWE. Just imagine the amount of opportunities that they're going to bring for the WWE superstars. It's going to be insane. They're going to be everywhere. Sure. And they already I mean, are. Time, <laughs> time will tell. But yeah, that it, it seems like every week they're hyping up oh this guy's gonna be a grand marshal at a nascar race oh yeah. this guy's gonna be gonna be on the talk show oh this guy's gonna be on whatever you know it it's amazing you know and, and aw has some opportunities you know cm punk's on heels um okay <laughs> there's not there's not a ton going on in aw where there's where there's uh stars getting mainstream <laughs> um opportunities but yeah overall even on the wrestling side wwe does a big uh a great job of making their big stars feel big mm. so absolutely okay and then my my last thing and we kind of touched on this earlier but it's the fact that there's something out there for everyone as yeah. a wrestling fan literally like whatever type of wrestling whatever type of characters whatever type of people it doesn't matter whatever you're into there is something out there for everyone in at least a promotion. Doesn't mean you have to be a tribalistic goofball about it and hate everything else and hate, you know, whatever anybody else does, but there is something out there for everybody to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. And that's what's great about wrestling. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- that's one of the things that keeps me coming back from wrestling. Like, I tend to every other week or so I'll get like a hyper focus on some mm-hmm. form of pop culture. Like a few weeks ago, it was turtles. And then last <laughs> week it was dragon ball. And this week it's football like and football stays, but, but football yeah. is really what I'm into because Madden came out, but yeah. it's always the main thing is always wrestling because there is something there to keep me entertained regardless of what mood I'm in. Sure. Whereas turtles or, power rangers or marvel or dragon ball like it's one type of media whereas wrestling dude if you want comedy we got it if you want storytelling we got it if you want hard-hitting you know crazy action we got it you know that's Mm -hmm. a great thing about wrestling that's why i love it yeah 
and there's so many different characters and there's a lot of wrestlers that I look at and I'm like, nobody fucking cares about that person. And then Mm -hmm. you realize there is people like uh, representation is a big thing. Like people see like, Oh, that guy is Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. That like, that's me. Or, or even like there's just random fixations on different superstars. Like, I mean, I, I talk about it a lot, like the diva stands. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm real big into the trading cards, and I'm in a lot of breaks, and I see what people buy in these breaks, and they're like, "Ooh, I want the Quincy Elliott spot because he's my PC." Like, you wouldn't imagine that somebody likes Quincy Elliott enough to spend money on anything Quincy Elliott, right? He's a but he's a pretty horrid wrestler, but hey, yeah. if he's your guy, he's your guy. You know, yeah. that's just and, how wrestling is. I've yeah. had my guys in the past, you know, like like back in the day. I'm not gonna lie, I was a huge Alberto Del Rio mark. I was a huge so Ryback mark. <laughs> Am I going to to publicly support those guys now? Hell no. no. But <laughs> back in the day, okay, Ryback's not so bad. Like he's pretty dumb, but he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but Alberto Del Rio turned out to be a piece of shit. So uh, there, there's a lot of of hey. You find a guy, you latch onto him, you like him. Like when Sin Cara debuted, I loved him too because he was unique. Yep. And and you know we didn't have a lot of masked wrestlers. There's always something fun and new to latch onto, and it keeps wrestling entertaining. So, yep. love it, awesome. So that that's our top five. That's our show for the week. Do you have anything else to add before we end the show? No, I I think I did a lot of uh, yeah, um, not really intellectual i would say but uh, a lot of i i expressed a lot of my ideals and beliefs about wrestling this yep. week and and i don't know if i've done that th- as much in the show uh s- before this week so it's nice to kind of get that out there on my feelings in wrestling but no i don't have anything else to add yeah i uh told my dad i was like oh it'll be a quick show i think maybe an hour i'll be i'll be i'll be back and this might be our longest show ever. <laughs> so, it very well um, could be. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed talking wrestling as always. Um, but if you guys want to go listen to some of our other podcast friends, you can. Uh, we got the Fully Opposable Wrestling Figure Podcast. You can go listen to Jeff and Scott talking about wrestling figures. Great show. Every Please week. listen to them talk about the Hangman Walmart figures <laughs> and, the, and the whatever else figures that are coming out. Not us. Yeah. We don't. We don't. We're not. We're not like I'm not as deep into figures anymore, and Jordan's kind of more into cards right now. So that's yeah. where we're at on those. Yeah, for sure. Um, we have the uh, in the marbles with Soda and Ethan NASCAR podcast. Um, I don't know when the NASCAR season is, or I'd say, oh, the NASCAR season's picking up. You should go listen to them. I have no clue when that is. Um, but if you like NASCAR, definitely go check those guys out. They are great. Um, we have the Three Brews podcast with. All right, let me see if I remember their names. We have Tyler, we have AJ, and we have – I forget the other guy's name. You I had like it me with the New Japan Musketeers earlier. Yeah, I could get like two out of three and then forget the last one. Yeah, Tyler, the AJ. Poor, the poor third brother. Yeah, that, that's fucked up. He's probably a good dude too. Just yeah. I forgot his – You're, you're starting beef. You better, you better – we better rectify this next show or we're going to start a beef. I will. I, I promise I will remember – uh, his name. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then we also have the Tales from the Estate podcast with Drew and Caitlin. Um, they were actually talking how they were listening to our show. And he, last week, I mentioned the WWE uh, energy drinks from C4 at GNC. And I said how I don't want to go into GNC because I'm fat. And he said, oh, you should just go to one of our GNCs because the people who uh, work at ours 
are out of shape. And I go into a GNC here and the uh-huh. guy looks like he's on every, he looked like he took every supplement in that building. Oh geez, he was he's jacked to the gills. Probably like he was probably like six six two eighty, jacked to the gills, yeah. breathing heavy on all of his trin and and test and and looking at Jordan up and down the whole time he was in there. Yeah. That oh, man, man, that man is swimming in any genitalia that he wants. Like sure. <laughs> um, whatever he's I mean, into, he's got it. Yeah. So go listen to all of our friends um, and come back next week for more stolen gimmicks. Bye-bye.